0: Hey guys, uh, first of all, just before the start of the app, there has been some controversy around Podzilla, uh, oh, no. and I thought we needed to address it. You see, ever since me and Jaisha have grown up loving Godzilla, you know, we've been fans of so many of the monsters across this whole series. Uh, it's been a good time getting to know each and every one. There is one in particular <laughs> that we've been saying, uh, and we've heard your outcry that we've been mispronouncing. King Jidora, wrongly this entire time. I mean, I don't think it's our fault. I think our dad led us down this path. We're blaming it on him. We're just blaming it on him. But yeah, we're like halfway through season two of the show. We've said King Jadora, which has just sounded right to me. Yeah. But listening to other people's videos and watching stuff online... And hearing the just public outcry, we've had pickets outside our houses saying, yeah. say his name right, say his name right. I've been receiving death threats. I know, I've had to wear trench coats whenever I've been out of the house. <laughs> so we just wanted to <laughs> apologize. Just I, I don't even know how we got to this point, because we played like some of the GameCube Godzilla video games where they audibly said each of the monsters' names. They yeah. said King Ghidorah. Yeah, well, I don't even think you're right. Because I've been doing a little boobity boob boob, uh, boob right? right? And people say, and big thanks to David in the Discord, he said this as well, that it's pronounced King Gidora as in geese. Gi is in geese. King Gidora, or King yeah. Gidora. Gidora. Yeah, it's Gidora. King Gidora, if you want to go down like the proper Japanese pronunciation, King Gidora. Gidora. What about G? Is that G? It's like the whole Gif GIF debate. Yeah. I don't but think anybody being... else says Jidora. So I just wanted to put a, you know, get our apology out there on the, on the webs. Yeah. We're sorry. We've stuffed up. We have. We've made a huge mistake and we just really hope that we'll be able to get, uh, just have your forgiveness. That's right. Uh, so from this point on, I'm going to implement a new system. Mm. We're going to have a Jadora tally. (laughs) So we, we know our ways. We know the error of our, our ways. Yeah. There's no excuse now. If we say Jadora, I'm putting a mark on the tally. Okay. Well that's I think we've covered everything. Let's get on to the episode. I can't wait to talk about some Manila. What? My, my boy Sonny Godzilla Manila. Manila? That's his name. Oh yeah. I mean I mean Gigan is who I'm excited to talk Gigan. about. Gigan. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Gigan too. <laughs> Welcome back to Podzilla, everybody. <laughs> Everyone, this is a huge episode. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Podzilla, okay. where we talk about every Godzilla and Godzilla adjacent piece of media in order of release. Let's be real though, I can't believe we've been saying Ghidorah this whole time and pronouncing it wrong with, without a care in the world. So what have yeah. we been saying? Ghidorah. That's right. We have been saying Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Yeah. Wait, am I? Wait, what? Ghidorah? What? No, that's the right way. Ghidorah. Ghidorah. No, it's Ghidorah. Jidora. Gi. Gidora. That's right. Gidora. You didn't say it the way we said it there, so I'm not going to put say a mark it? on the tally. J- Jidora. We said... Ah, oh, Jasha, <laughs> That's one mark. <laughs> oh, no! Welcome to Podzilla, guys. I'm Jasha. <laughs> I'm Micah. And yeah, this is a huge episode because we are finally finished with the Showa-era Godzilla and Godzilla-adjacent movies. That's right. Last episode, we we watched The War in Space. Yeah. Not really related to Godzilla yet, yeah. but it wrapped up the whole Showa era, uh, finishing in the mid-70s. Yeah, I don't even think that's right. We'll go into it. I got some more information here, okay. dude, because the Showa era goes further than the 70s. So, I got a lot of interesting stuff we'll tackle, but you are right. War and Space finished off the um, stretch of Showa era films that we'll be covering on the show. And on the show, we've covered 32 Showa films mm-hmm. and three Showa era TV shows. And of course, in the show, we've done Americanizations and other bits and pieces that don't count. But I thought I'd just briefly outline what the Showa era actually is for everyone who's heard us use that term before but has never really understood what it means. Yeah. So the Showa era was a political period in Japan which lasted from 1926 to 1989 under the reign of an emperor called Emperor Showa. So Emperor Showa's whole reign was from 1926 to 1989. And every movie made in that span in Japan was a Showa era film. And these movies are categorized under his name. Yeah. Hmm. Showa films. Uh, So yeah, all the Godzilla movies in this time, all the other Toho stuff, even all the Gamera stuff that was made in Japan Mm -hmm. that we haven't covered yet. Um, There's a whole lot of Showa era Gamera films. And because Godzilla was the first kaiju movie made in the Showa era, He's usually the one that uh, comes to the forefront when you hear Showa era movies. The term boosted in popularity when Godzilla came out and was the first monster of this time. Mm. Because were there many uh, suitmation creatures or monsters before this point? I think there's little bits and pieces. Real old school stuff. um, But nothing on the scale of Godzilla. And there there were a whole lot of like Kaijin movies. People or humanoids with abilities. But nothing. Yeah. Nothing the size of Godzilla. Do any other companies uh, apart from Toho use the Showa word or era to define their movies? Yeah, it's everything in Japan. So there's a whole lot of the Ultraman stuff, Showa era Ultraman, a whole lot of the, uh, I think it's Dai or Dei, Yep. another company in Japan, all their movies were Showa era movies. So it's just anything made in Japan during that time mm. has been categorized as the Showa era. And... I'll just rattle off kind of what we've covered because it's funny within the show era for Godzilla, there are like separate series within the show era that we've gone over a little bit. Yeah. So when talking about Godzilla, there was the original duology. And this is Godzilla from 1954 and Godzilla Raids Again from 1955. And I remember it was weird because we watched those two movies to kick off the podcast. Yeah. And we had a huge stretch without any mention of Godzilla. Yeah. Until he returned in the 60s after that. Are there any ma- major other groupings within the Toho Show era? Yeah, I-, I, can- I can go through and I can, t- I can rattle them all off. So yeah. there was also the Revival Godzilla series. So that is King Kong versus Godzilla, Mothra versus Godzilla, Ghidorah, the Three-Headed Monster, Nice Invasion of Astro Monster, Ibra, Horror of the Deep, Sunny Godzilla, and Destroy All Monsters. And destroy all monsters was the like epic finale for the revival mm. series of Godzilla, and that was a combination of all of these movies, and that brought in some of the other Godzilla adjacent creatures and characters we know about, such as Manda and uh, Varan. Yeah, Manda, Varan, even Mothra was originally in a movie by herself, and Rodan was in a movie by himself before they connected up in mm. this revival series, uh, and then. We got the champion series from 1989 to 1975. And this is pretty much the latest stretch that we've been covering on the show. These were the movies specifically made for children, specifically presented at the Toho champion children festival. And this was All Monsters Attack, Godzilla versus Hedorah, Godzilla versus Gigan, Godzilla versus Megalon, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, and then Terror of Mechagodzilla. So those are pretty much like the, the three big Godzilla series. Yeah but they are all connected. Um, they are all within the same canon as well as a whole lot of the other show era stuff. Half human, Rodan, the Mysterians, Varan, the three treasures, battling out of space, Mothra, Gorath, Matango, Atragon, Dagora, Frankenstein Conquers the World, the War of the Gargantuas, King Kong Escapes, Latitude Zero, Space Abiba, War in Space. We've covered heaps. I I can't believe how much we've watched for this show so far, but, yeah, that is that is all the movies. And then we also had Go God Man, Go Green Man, Zone Fighter, the TV mm-hmm. shows. And I mean, this, that's kind of the thesis for our show. All of these movies I've just I've just mentioned all connect together in some strange way. Yeah, So it's pretty crazy. I, I love it as well, because within the show era, you know, obviously you have a lot of Godzilla, a lot of monsters. But you also have so many different genres, we've tackled like crime heist movies, we've tackled straight up destruction, natural disasters, we've had our fair share of sci-fi, Yeah. Uh, even with movies like The Three Treasures, we've gone full on fantasy history. Historical epics. Uh, A nice broad spectrum of, of movies and stories. Yeah, and this is something that people say, is that the Showa era seriously has something for everyone in it, no matter what kind of movies you like watching. Uh, There's something for you here, and I don't think the same can be said for the other Godzilla um, eras down the road, because this really just went on for the longest and had, yeah, a whole grab bag of different things in it. Thanks, Mr. Showa, for living so long. Mr. Showa, giving us all these movies. (laughs) Uh, So on, on the back of that, I mean, you guys have heard us for the last two seasons of the show. We have been writing things at the end of every single episode, and we've been keeping our own little lists of our ratings so we can kind of remember where we've rated Mm -hmm. things how they stack up against each other and i thought it would be fun to finally kind of reveal from the whole show era what each of our personal top 10 like rankings of how we've rated the movies on the show and what it's turned out like and just to be clear we are ranking the movies and we're not ranking the ratings what do you mean like we're ranking our rating systems yeah (laughs) My number one ra- rating is uh, Spinning Eggs <laughs> from War in Space. Yeah, no, we've even though I've given things ridiculous ratings <laughs> in the past, they've all been out of like a five-star system. So this is the, the our top ten personally from this five-star system we've been rating as we've been going. We've made it sound so much more complicated than it's it our, is. It's our top rated movies. Yeah, these are the, <laughs> the best movies we've personally rated on the show. Uh, Do you want to go first, dude? Yeah, man, I can. So... 10th place in the movie we only watched recently terror of mechagodzilla mm. is this even on your list uh we'll see we'll see uh i yeah i i really love terror of mechagodzilla we watched this with the final draft boys but even though you guys didn't really love it as much as i did i just really really loved that story of katsura the android uh and that mirroring mechagodzilla the robot and just the interesting things they were able to do with that connection throughout the movie. I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, ninth place, I got Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Uh-huh. And we watched this one so long ago now, but this was the team-up of Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra against Ghidorah. This is the one that had those scenes where, like, Rodan's laughing and fighting Godzilla. Yeah. And Mothra's Mothra trying to, like, shut them up and get them to work together. Yeah, all of them finally have some personality uh so that was really cool uh in eighth place something i think again it's very different to yours and probably many other viewers of this franchise godzilla versus megalon Ooh. this is godzilla and jet jaguar versus megalon and gigan directed by jun fakuda it is so wacky and whimsical and colorful straight up like a superhero movie and i just i just loved it there's not much like substance or story there but it's just so fun. And there's a lot of cool aspects to that one. Yeah. And the fighting is just, yeah, it's just great. Uh, seventh place, I got Mothra. Mothra's introduction. Uh, and again, we watched this so long ago now. It seems like forever ago. But um, I, I really loved all the aspects of this. The i our introduction to them. Oh, the little peanuts. The yeah. little, the little peanuts. The um, point in the movie when they go to Infant Island and there's like vampiric plants attacking them. And just this that's, whole. That's your favorite kaiju. Wacky right? world. Yeah now number six and this is something i feel very wrong about but again i'm just going by how i've rated the movies on the show okay i gave the original godzilla 1954 four out of five Mm. when we started the show and i don't know if that was just like us trying to be real critical when we started when we started this podcast because in hindsight the original godzilla is a movie that has just stuck with me yeah and that has just cemented itself in my brain as like Such a great movie. Such a good allegory for what Japan had gone through. It's a big disaster movie. It's the first Godzilla movie. The human aspects. So I'm putting it at sixth place just because that's how I've rated them on the the podcast. But in my mind, that would probably be nearer the top. I will say as well, because we rated it first, this is the movie that we've probably gone back to and compared to the most. Yeah. And I think because of that, each time we watch a new Godzilla movie... It almost elevates the origin of Godzilla <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I've got Godzilla in sixth place. Or Gojira. But honestly, I, I really need to rewatch it. I think we should rewatch it for the show sometime. Mm, um absolutely. Just do a little bit of an update. So down to my final five. Fifth place, I've got The War in Space. What a movie. Oh, gosh. I hate I hate your ranking for this. The War in Space is one above, one above the original Godzilla in my <laughs> ranking, guys. Again, just a really fun sci-fi movie that i just really appreciated all the special effects and character work and everything within uh fourth place Ibra horror of the deep uh my boy june fakuda once again i got a lot of june fakuda movies in this list yeah. uh, but Ibra horror of the deep is just again so much fun the story is so silly but so engaging the characters are really great heck that's the scene where they're all dancing off at the dance competition just sweating dancing till they drop it's great, giant condor. What a what a kaiju to remember from that movie. Um, giant condor wasn't that, Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a condoroo. Uh Top three, third place: Godzilla versus Hedorah. Right. Nice. This was such a great movie. I actually, I still think it's for me personally. I think it is better than the original Godzilla. True. I just, I love just the terrifying aspects of Godzilla versus Hedorah. I love the environmental message and how they chose to do that. The, the colourful, weird, psychedelic sequences. Uh, yeah, I just think that's a, such a great movie. Uh, second place, Matango. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I'd encourage everyone listening. If you haven't seen Matango, go and watch it. It's like the Toho version of The Thing, but even maybe a bit more creepy. It's, it's, just, it's not even really related to Godzilla, is no? it? No. Well, the Matango show up in bits and pieces of godzilla stuff video games and gozi the youtube show yeah. so comics and yeah <laughs> so it has connections but it's it's very adjacent um but it's so good mm. i just it's 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 a full-blown horror movie uh people against people paranoia just yeah it's just it's great and the top movie that i have rated on the show so far guys the only five star i have given out so far son of Godzilla <laughs> this is probably solely because of nostalgia fog but even just revisiting it when we did it for the show i, I really loved it uh, i just think it is such an engaging adventure movie and again i mean if, if you haven't told by now my whole list is probably fun over like story and plot at certain times mm-hmm. if a movie is very fun has fun characters fun monsters fun fights i just you enjoy I, it i enjoy it so that's my list Number one, Son of Godzilla. Number one, Son of Godzilla. Top three, Son of Godzilla, Matango, Godzilla vs. Hedorah. I'm very curious to see what your list is and how we differ, because our our ratings have been crazy over the last couple of years. I, I remember us starting off rating things pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, but then as we've gone on, it's just... I, I feel like in the last season of, of Podzilla especially, you've tended to rate things higher, yeah. and I've tended to rate them lower. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so I have 39 movies and uh shows on this list let's start off with number 10 son of Godzilla that's that made your top 10 yeah oh I'm happy no I I really enjoy this movie again a lot of nostalgia fog yeah but I feel like it brings in a whole lot of fun aspects both in the human characters uh and the introduction of Manila yeah one of the most legendary kaiju absolutely uh and as well as some fan favorites like the I was going to say Mega Nulon. The Kamakuras. Yeah. And Kumonga. Yeah, man. Classic. Yeah. And the introduction true. of Monster Island. Uh it's So-Gol Island, Sogol Island. Which becomes Monster Island. Yeah, you're right. Man, I'm, I can rest easy now that that's on your top 10 list. That's good. I'm stoked. Good. Uh, number nine, I put Invasion of Astro Monster. True. So, this is the movie where the astronauts go to Planet X. Yeah. Where Godzilla and I want to say Rodan. Rodan mm hmm. Are fighting the astro monster. But they're being controlled by the zillions. Real fun storyline. And a lot of memorable moments in this one. Godzilla doing the, the jumping. She poses on the moon. Yeah. Uh, and just the fact that Godzilla's on the moon for this one. Yeah. It's a wild ride. Do you prefer that? Because that's a like direct sequel to Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer that to Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster? I rated a Ghidorah. That's 11 for me. Oh, true, so I just missed out the top 10. Just missed out in the top 10. I do enjoy it, and it does have bring a lot of character to the characters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, something about this one. I feel like the adventure has a bit more of a wider it scope. It just ups the ante by, like, taking it all to space. That's right. Uh, number 8. I actually changed my ranking with this one a bit. So, this is the only one where I've gone back and rated it higher in retrospective. This is terror of Mechagodzilla. Wait, hold up. A movie we just covered, not weeks ago. Yeah. You prefer it now that you've dwelled on it a little yeah. bit? Uh, I think looking back on it, the character of Mechagodzilla has become a bit more bigger and legendary in my mind. Hmm. Uh, I still think the first one wasn't super duper great. Yeah. Godzilla vs Mechagodzilla. But this one's great. Like you said, there's a story between Katsura, the, the android robot, and the whole aspect of her kind of being linked with Mechagodzilla and having to sacrifice herself. It's great. And the fact as well that it's one of the only movies where Godzilla pretty much dies. Yeah. It's great. Legendary. Oh, man, that's crazy. Number seven, Godzilla vs. Hedorah. Yeah. Uh, We both love this movie. Mm -hmm. It's one of the more out there ones in the whole library, the whole catalog of Godzilla movies. And I feel like it's one of the only ones that has tried to really push the boundaries in terms of genre and style. Yeah. Uh, you remember those segments where it was almost like an animated PSA? Yeah, yeah. Those were great. <laughs> yeah, those were great. How it switched from like those animated like infographic sequences to the psychedelic fish mask sequences to yeah. like the black and white sequences at times, yeah. I want to say. It's fun. And and Hedora as well as just... For only being in one movie, mm. surprisingly prevalent in the Godzilla fandom. Yeah. Number six, Matango. Nice. Really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the only two horror movies, I would say, alongside the original Godzilla 54. Yeah. They managed to tell a real compelling human story while having this a real sinister looming force in the background, in the back of the mind the whole time you're watching this. One day I'll get you a Matango on a bicycle. Oh, I really want that, yeah. Matango tricycle. I literally looked it up on Bayi uh, last week to mm-hmm. see how much it was. And there was one going for like a grand and a half. And I was like, man, One day. One day I'll get a Matango on a tricycle. (laughs) Uh, Number five, Mothra versus Godzilla. True. Yeah. I think this was a real cool team up of the two and a great way to kind of make a solid connection between two of Toho's most prevalent kaiju at the time. Now you say team up of the two and they're actually going head to head. They are going head to head. But you mean like connecting the two? Yeah. Uh, This was one of the first crossovers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it was the yeah. the first, other than Godzilla versus King Kong, which doesn't really count because King doesn't Kong. Doesn't really count. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Two two original Toho creatures. Yeah. Bring being brought together for the first nice. time, and, and the introduction of not only one Mothra but two more Mothras. Yeah, because Mothra, the Mothra from the original Mothra movie, dies in a Mothra versus Godzilla, mm-hmm. protecting her two eggs, and then we get two Mothra larvae that continue on throughout the movies and i think one of them gets killed off quite soon right yeah one of them gets killed off off screen but the fact that and i really love that in Ghidorah, the three-headed monster that the entirety of that movie has larvae mothra in yeah instead of just bringing it back up to moth form yeah really appreciate that number four the three treasures that's a number four mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. so this was the three hour long movie uh the legend of the birth of shintoism yeah. This is about Oso trying to find the three treasures yeah. and save his village. I think this is just a really cool epic. I haven't seen it since. Mm. I really want to go back because I, I don't know. It's one of the, I say fantasy story. Yeah. Just because in my mind, this almost holds the same size of space that any other epic does, whether that be Lord of the Rings or uh, the Dark Tower or something like that. It's just a real cool, fleshed-out world and story, as well. It has Orochi in, one of the coolest kaiju. Yamato no Orochi. Yeah, you're completely right. This is like the eight-headed ancestor of King Ghidorah, and it's it's great. Yeah, and again, this one doesn't. I mean, that's our only connection to the wider Godzilla Godzilla universe that Orochi was in it. And I think in the heisei series, or maybe even the Millennium series, which we'll get into. Um, they say that Orochi was one of the ancestors for King Ghidorah. Mm. Oh, uh, they, that's number 2. <sighs> King Ghidorah. Man. Yeah. I have to train. I'm going to get again. there. I'm going to get there. Um yeah, so that's the connection. But then it's also it's also pretty cool like just thinking as this movie as the prequel to the whole Godzilla series. Mm. Like this is literally the start of Japan. The same Japan that we see throughout the Godzilla series. Like it's pretty Yeah, Pretty cool cool. to just see all the monsters and the mystical stuff that existed way back then. And I will say, a highlight for Three Treasures is that Toshiro Mifune played the main guy, Prince Yamano. Mm -hmm. And Toshiro Mifune is famous for being the leading man in a whole lot of Akira Kurosawa's movies, a whole lot of samurai flicks like Seven Samurai, Rashomon, Yojimbo, High and Low, Throne of Blood, The Hidden Fortress. He's in so many... super super famous Japanese movies and he's also in this little very very criminally underseen uh, Toho movie called The Three Treasures that you should check out. You you say it's little it was like the culmination of how many years of the Toho Studios being open. Yeah but again like on Letterboxd it's only got just over a hundred people have logged it. Same on IMDB like it doesn't seem, even though it was probably huge at the time it seems just lost in the modern age so track down The Three Treasures you'll be in for a treat. Number three, I put down the original Mothra. Nice. Legendary. Great introduction of a kaiju. Great introduction of Infant Island, a prominent space in all of Godzilla lore. And I'd probably say most of all, great introduction for the Shobujin. Yeah. They were characters which at the time were huge forces in many of the consecutive Godzilla movies coming out afterwards. Mm. And to this day, they might be some of my favorite characters Mm -hmm. in the whole Godzilla franchise. Great theme song, Mothra has, too. Oh, Probably the best of the whole Godzilla yeah. franchise. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Number two, Godzilla 54. Nice, the that's original. number two on your yeah. list. Uh, and I rated this four stars, so I haven't rated, like, much anything else higher than four stars. Really? Yeah. Uh, we've talked about this movie at length on this podcast. Yeah. So good. Great origin for Godzilla. The sense of dread permeating this whole flick. mm Whew. Ooh, palpable. Pal- palpable dread just dripping off Godzilla 1954. That's right. It's good. <laughs> uh, and number one, Jason, you know my number one. It must be Ebra Horror of the Dead. It is Ebra Horror of the Dead. Nice. Day. Uh, 1966, directed by Jun uh, I, I still don't know why I love this one so much. I saw it once back when I was like seven years old. Can't remember much of it at all. But what stands out to me with this one is that it just brings a whole lot of stories and intertwines them all to create one great narrative. Hmm. The whole story of these few guys, criminals, getting washed away on a boat to this random island which, hey, Godzilla's there, so is Ebira. but there's this whole attack force of the red bamboo. The red bamboo. Hmm. Some of them getting captured, they find other natives on the island and work together. One of the funniest fight scenes of all, with Godzilla and Ibra playing volleyball together. Yeah, man, it's great. I I love Jun Fukuda as well. He he brought something to the Godzilla franchise which I don't know if it was needed, but it was very much appreciated. Ibra as well. Perfect teen beach movie. Perfect summer yeah. vibe movie. You know. Yeah. yeah. Just the colors, the sun, the beach, the volleyball. Yeah, that's the, a great pre-vacation movie. The birds just trying to the swoop birds. down on you. Okondoroo, oh, oh, Uh So those are my top 10, number 3 Mothra number 2, Godzilla 54 and number 1 Iburo Horror of the Deep. Shout out to my lowest 3 rated as well. Third lowest is The War in Space. No way. Second lowest is Battle in Outer Space. <laughs> and lowest of all is Half Human. Half Human. Man, we, we did a commentary track for our Patreon and Half Human still didn't grow on you. I, I think I started to enjoy it more. But because of the company, I still think the movie's pretty trash. Because of the company, you think it's trash? Because of me? The, the, com- the company was great. <laughs> okay. Didn't <laughs> make the movie that's that's, better. That's, what were your lowest three, by the way? Um, so my lowest three are Half Human, Varan, and then Battle in of Space. Mm. So Battle in of Space and Half Human in our <laughs> lowest three. Just I think that's yeah, saying something. Definitely. Honestly, though, just a testament to like how varied... Uh, The whole Showa series is like our two being quite different in some aspects. Yeah. Um, I I will say as well, I really love just how in both of our top tens, there are quite a few movies that aren't even Godzilla movies. Yeah. Like Matango. I have three treasures on there. Yeah. These are still great Toho movies. Yeah. Uh, That's fantastic. I love them. Yeah. Great parts of the Showa era. Definitely. Um, and I thought, I mean, we did our Rancor Monsters episode at the end of season one. We might not do those going forward. We might just do these kind of retrospectives and talk about all the monsters in the respective eras. Mm-hmm. So I've got a list here of all the show era monsters. I don't even know if we have to go over it because it's so huge. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. <laughs> but literally there's every movie at least has like after the first Godzilla and the first Mothra and the first movies that introduced them like all the subsequent films have like at least two hmm. monsters in every movie uh, and it's just it's crazy how many get introduced over time but we thought we'd kind of redo our little rankle monsters lists that we did in that episode but include monsters from the m- most recent uh, movies that we've watched mm-hmm. did you want to kick us off and just quickly go through your top 10 Showa era monsters Yeah, let's do it. So these have changed a bit from my Rankle Monsters episode. Yeah, Uh, 10 is Mogira from the Mysterians. Nice. First mech of the franchise, and I still absolutely love the design. Number 9 is Odako. This is the live-action octopus. Giant octopus, yeah. Which had some fantastic fight scenes and green screen scenes. Yeah. Uh, Some of my favorite in the whole franchise. He's actually gotten onto my top ten now. In number eight, it's Anguirus. Nice. His appearance in Godzilla versus Gigan, I think, up up to the end here. But <laughs> what about his appearance in Was he in Megalon as well? No, nah, he was in Godzilla versus Mickey Godzilla, where his jaw got snapped. See, but he was on Godzilla's side in that one. He was fighting for him. He was like he was seeing his friend Godzilla walk towards him and saw his friend felt his friend snap his jaw. The sadness that Anguirus must have been feeling. Also, real quick shout out to Quazis on YouTube. Uh, they've been making some animations of the Godzilla monsters and they just released one called Anguirus's Vacation. Oh, yeah. These watch this. Fantastic. Watch God Watch Anguirus's Vacation on YouTube, guys. It's so great. Uh, in number seven, I have Orochi from the yeah, Free nice. Treasures. Yeah. Real impending monster. And they set up this whole fight scene so well with... Oso, oh, we'll, is it Oso? It might be his ancestor. Wielding like the wind sword. hmm Cool stuff. Number six, Manila. Nice. Whiny Baby. Um, Little teaser for next episode, but a 100 times better than Godzuki. I didn't want to hear that word. I don't want to hear that name. Number five, down from number one, is King Ghidorah. Nice. King Ghidorah. Uh, number five! Yeah, I think as the movies have gone on, there have been more where he's been just chucked into the end. <laughs> yeah, I remember his inclusion in Godzilla vs. Gigan when like, he was just standing there during one of the battles mm-hmm. for like 10 minutes doing nothing. Like, I love his design. I think his first one or two introductions were fantastic. But it got to the point where Toho's like, ah, oh, we need another bad guy. <laughs> hey, Ghidorah, come on. Ghidorah was, like, this huge threat. Like, he was the big boss of the whole series. And then slowly, like, his downfall from Godzilla versus Gigan to Zone Fighter. <laughs> yeah. To, like, his little flash of inclusion in one of the Mika Godzillas. Like, yeah, oh, man. Uh, number four, Godzilla. Nice. We've talked about him. He's great. Uh, we kind of know all of Godzilla's powers. And I think that creates a real good baseline to show off how some of the other... Kaiju and monsters and threats—just how devastating they can be. Yeah, uh, we all love Godzilla. Number three, Hidora. Nice, great. Love Hidora. I really want to get a Sufubi figure of him sometime smog soon. Monster, yeah, all the colourful, rainbow figures, yeah. And I think he's so good because he's only been in one movie. Uh, he's in another one. Wait, he's in what? Final Wars. No, he mm-hmm. isn't. Yeah, get ready. I. This is news to me. Oh my gosh. I, what I was going to say, he's in only one movie and his appearance was phenomenal. Hmm. And I think unlike King Ghidorah, he hasn't had a chance to have a bit <laughs> of a downfall from that. We'll see if he lives up, right? Yeah. Number two, Mothra. Nice. The The best assist in the world. The Queen of the Monsters. Queen of the Monsters with the Shobujin at her side. Uh, great idea of having kind of a goddess deity kaiju who's almost a protector for the humans yeah and on the side of them yeah totally. godzilla did become that a little bit more but mothra has been there from the start kind of hmm uh and number one mechagodzilla now i thought this was going to be gigan no gigan didn't actually make the top 10 funnily Crazy. enough uh mechagodzilla is your number one little aside here i love gagan's design he doesn't have as much character as I thought he would. Micah, like, he, he he knows ninja arts in Zone Fighter. <laughs> the n- ninja arts of revival. Arts, yeah. I, I'll still pick him in like all the Godzilla arcade games. I do <laughs> like him. But number one, Mechagodzilla. I think, especially in terror of Mechagodzilla, he is the only kaiju to have beaten Godzilla. And I stand by the fact that Godzilla is only alive because of deus ex machina, because Toho wanted him to come back. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think the idea of Metagodzilla is great because there are clear iterations and definitions between each appearance. Especially the the MG2. The MG2. (laughs) Hey, you had like what? Knee cannons? Yeah. Toe cannons? Yeah, it is pretty cool how you see like the upgrades over time and uh, over all the eras. Nice list. Mm. Um, mine's... I've got a lot of the same, but my number 10 is Matango, the Mushroom Men. Nice. From Matango. Number 9, I got Yamato no Orochi. Orochi's number 9. Odako, the Giant Octopus, number 8. Mothra in number 7. 7. Then number 6, I've got Rodan. That's interesting. Why do you like Rodan so much? I mean, I went over it a bit more in the Rankle Monsters episodes, but I don't know. I just really love his snarkiness in the early the the early series he's always like the good guy but the snarky good guy you know he's the good guy but the guy doesn't really want to be there in the first place he'll save the world if he has to but he doesn't really want to you're kind of forgetting his original appearance (laughs) i mean it's cool it's a giant like pterodactyl that comes out of volcanoes it's it's awesome uh number five i got megalon Ooh, the giant bounding bug from godzilla versus megalon does he appear in final wars uh no he doesn't this have any is other his appearance. only appearance yeah so you know i i just really like the guy just this yeah crazy flying insect dude and uh, he's just again he i think we're over it in the episode but he's he's kind of known as the dumbest of all toho kaiju <laughs> and i just yeah i think he's really cool i love the drills on his arms the drills. he's got a real cool design yeah uh, number four i got Hidora. number three i got Anguirus. So he's moved up a bit nice. since Frank or Monsters episode. Number 2 I've got Manila and number 1 I've got Godzilla. Classic. Yeah. Great list. Why do you like Manila so much? Um again, I just think it's so weird to have this crazy water monsters and then to have this little goofy kid who's always stuffing up um just be like one of the main characters uh, in this yeah, world. Yeah. Like it's so unique. And way before it's time, because you always have the comedic relief added into, like, everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. You always have the Danny DeVito added into Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, all the way back all the way back in the Showa era, they had this goofy little kid that everyone loves to hate. And that was one of their main characters. So, I just love his inclusion. I just think it's the funniest thing ever. And I can't help but root for the guy when he's, like, jumping on top of King Ghidorah's dead body. It is... Yeah, he dealt the death blow. <laughs> it is really weird that they had him at the forefront of so many movies. Like, yeah. all monsters attack. He is the main character. He speaks in that movie. Yeah. Not even just Manila, but as the Showa series went on, I just came to appreciate so many of the characterizations. Mothra really grew into her own... You said it, like, yeah, protector yeah. of the people. A real caring, thoughtful kaiju. And Geras fell into this random role as being, like, Godzilla's dumb best friend. That's weird, because he started out as his, like, first villain. Yeah, totally. And it just totally flip-flopped away from that. Yeah, and then again, been over Rodan. But it's so funny how, like, they actually all came into their own in the end. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be super cool to see all that, like, undone and redone in the subsequent eras. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they'll reinforce those roles. Yeah. Or just totally stray away from them. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, we've got a couple of other things we thought we'd go over, but do you have any like memorable moments or fights between these monsters in any of the movies? Or even just memorable moments from the movies in general? <laughs> I do have a list of fights. The most memorable moment is the destruction of the moon. Ah, oh, in Gora. <laughs> <And> Gora, Yeah. <laughs> Which just never explains itself. The movie ends, the moon's destroyed, Earth celebrates you're all gonna die guys if the moon's not there you're gonna or it's not stayed around for long it's like if despicable me had a disastrous ending yeah i think i say maguma like the introduction of maguma the war kaiju was like your memorable moment. That's a memorable moment uh odako's great i love odako coming in as well uh, i will say i had five fights nice hit me one godzilla versus Angiris, the original yeah this is in Rides Again. Rides Again. Godzilla Rides Again. The Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Uh, where he deals the death blow by biting down on Anguirus's brain, which is located in his neck. It's real shocking, actually. Mm. I think I showed... Oh, we talked about the Sudomation Trials in the past. Another great YouTube series you guys should look yeah. up. YouTube series, kind of like a haunted... Marble Hornets-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the main moments in that is Godzilla uh, biting down on his neck, and that becomes a real prevalent moment in the story of that franchise. Uh, Now, I just want to quickly say yeah, a a random aside Godzilla rides again, right? Imagine a Godzilla (laughs) like Mario Kart game called Godzilla Rides Again. Oh my goodness. You're on to something. It makes itself. Godzilla Kart, but it's Godzilla rides again. You you don't actually need like a full-on fighting game. The joy of God's a Godzilla roster is choosing the characters. Choosing the monsters. Sure. Fighting would be fantastic. Carting, but you get the you get the dopamine hits from that as playing as your favourite character. Yeah. Imagine how many like add-ons we can chuck into this thing. Like the zone fighter add-on. Like all the wacky zone fighter mm. characters as kart racers right dude you could bring you could even bring in some like mario kart double dash mechanics and have little team-ups yeah and then like special abilities when you have specific people teaming up imagine like gigan and megalon on the same car like the (laughs) evil duo like racing off against manila and godzilla like manila on the back blowing smoke rings (laughs) two mothra larvae and like a a moped (laughs) together uh, racing around like infant island and in some of the yeah, famous locations so many of the locations you can make into such fun like areas oh my we need to make this a thing this is the game we need to make this is this is it what would it be called godzilla rides again <laughs> god yeah i mean it writes it itself right <laughs> it writes itself that's what it does it writes itself <laughs> no no joke if we started a kickstarter and we found a good team, that would that would go somewhere amazing. If anyone knows how to make video games, please, we've got the idea. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Uh, memorable moments. I got a few that I could, I could chuck yeah, in as chuck well. Yeah, chuck in yours. Uh, I really, really love the Sander versus Gyra fight in War of the Gargantuas. Yeah. Just the huge fight, brother against brother. Sander just giving up on trying to save Gyra and both of them just going at it against each other in the water at the end of the movie and that was cool as well because they didn't really have powers nah they were on equal footing and they both had pretty simple suits mm. so it was just like a full-on wrestling match fist fight chucking each other around that was cool uh godzilla versus the Kamakuras in son of godzilla when god when manila just crawl like his egg gets broken by the and so is this tiny little fetus just crawling around whining and godzilla has to like pick up these mantises and chuck them around the place it's that was cool I like that yeah. um <laughs> uh, godzilla and J- jaguar versus megalon and gigan I-, I put this down as well yeah this this has some of the most unique fighting in all of the series yeah uh what are some of the moves they do <laughs> Oh, this Godzilla uses his tail in this movie, right? That's him flying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on his tail. That's Jet Jaguar giving him a jetpack out of the ring of fire. That's There's just so many wacky things. Is this the one where he like picks up Megalon and then like smacks him on the ground three times? Yeah, real weirdly. Like The physics don't work at, at all, but he just does it repetitively. The writers and the co- fighting coordinators were on something yeah. for this movie. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100% they had whatever the people making Godzilla versus Hedero were on yeah <laughs> um uh, also everyone versus King Ghidorah in Destroy All Monsters yeah I put this down too this yeah. is the, the biggest culmination we've had seeing everyone come together all the kaiju and then seeing Baragon Varan and Manda just on the rock next to the big fight you know oh, it's, a, it's a shame <laughs> But we still had like a good amount of people facing King Ghidorah. Yeah, so. yeah, it was real cool. Uh, and then the last thing I've run down is just every Zone Fighter fight. <laughs> I just feel like every fight in Zone Fighter, such strange monsters, so much gore. Zone Fighters like ripping people's heads yeah. off and just blood squirting everywhere. Zone Fighter doing a million Zone Fighter jumps and flipping around in the air. It's what's just it, what's his Zone Windmill. Yeah, Zona Windmour <laughs> flies around like 11 times. Just the straight dopamine hit whenever you're watching anything on Zone Fighter. That's right. <laughs> I I had two more. Godzilla versus Ebrua. Yeah. The volleyball match. The volleyball match. Can't beat it. And another one of my absolute favourites in a lesser watched movie. Kong versus Mechanicong. True. This was on the oh, Empire right. State Building? But the one in Japan. The one in Japan. Yeah. But... So cool when like these aliens are trying to, what are they aliens? It was like Doctor Who or something. Yeah, it was Doctor Who. I don't think it was an alien. It was just a mad scientist. Doctor Who controlling Mechanic Kong and like parts of him are falling off while Kong's trying to defeat him on the Eiffel just... Tower stage. One of those two. <laughs> but that's, the cinematography, that's a real cool fight. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Both of them just suspended above the air, just bits of the building falling down around them. Well, I I feel like some of the human characters were like on the building at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get down from it and save others. Yeah. Great moment from that movie. Yeah. We've had some super memorable stuff. Um, Just some real cool scenes and characters throughout all these films, even the ones we haven't mentioned. Uh, did you have any like high favorite? I don't know Podzilla episodes, things that you've really enjoyed recording over the last couple of years. I've really enjoyed recording. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love doing this. Podzilla. Uh, it's been like a year and a half. Yeah, no. year and a half. So fun. I. This is just a pleasure to be able to do this. One of my favorite episodes. I got to give a little shout out to the War in Space. <laughs> the I'm one we just did last the that was <laughs> first on my list too. It's. Ah, oh, that was just a fun one to record. Yeah. Um, I had three more, and they're all ones we've done with guests on the show. True. So this is Son of Godzilla, Mysterians, Matango, and Hedora. Nice. Those. It's it's so fun to be able to one introduce other people to this franchise and see their reactions to it. Yeah. And just get to hang out and watch Godzilla movies with some friends. I know. It's been really cool. And we've been lucky that like a lot of the movies I've covered with guests have been good movies. So yeah. it's actually been really cool conversations. Talking with Braca, um, who who hosts the autopsy of a horror movie podcast, like being able to introduce him to a Japanese horror film mm. based in this Godzilla universe was such a treat. Braca's so awesome. Having the final draft guys come back a couple times, introducing them to this real wacky world of monsters. And and Son of Godzilla as well, your favorite movie. Being able to watch the story of Godzilla's son with one of our favorite friends who was kind of a new father. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. him commenting on Godzilla's parenting techniques as we talk about the movie. And then yeah, having Kev from Austin Danger Podcast, the king of 60s swing himself. Oh, being able to shit. jump on to help us out um move from the 60s into the 70s for godzilla versus adora taking all the psychedelic stuff that he's he already knows he already knows about it all he was able to introduce us into this world open up our eyes yeah uh we were introduced to the psychedelic stuff and opened up our eyes don't know we didn't you... take anything for the episode guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were we weren't on anything <laughs> felt like we were it felt like we were um yeah, I mean, I've I've got war in space as well. Destroy your monsters was really cool. Just being able to watch and talk about the first movie where all these monsters came together—it was a memorable episode as well because our mics didn't work. It's the big like uh, finale of the revival series of Godzilla. Ever since that, we have to like triple check our mics plugs in every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and then I mean. Not technically show era movies because they were American made, but all the Americanization episodes that we've done recently, mm-hmm. um, we did like a double feature of rand the Unbelievable and King Kong vs. Godzilla, the American takes. And then we also did Half Human and Gigantus the Fire Monster, American yeah, yeah. remakes. Um, cool conversations that I feel we had in both of them, just like rewatching old movies, but seeing the changes and talking about yeah. whether they were worthwhile or just bad changes to make. Yeah. I will, I will give a shout out as well to our Patreon episodes. True, uh, our Nope episode, phenomenal movie, phenomenal episode we did. Mm. Uh, and I will say, guys, we might see some Godzilla appearances in a couple of months on the Patreon. Will we? Yeah. Will we really? Yeah, we might if you guys vote for it. Is this before or after we've covered Dungeons and Dragons on the Patreon? Uh, maybe after. <laughs> maybe the yeah the month after, so that'll be next month's episode. True. There'll be a godzilla appearance maybe well, if you guys vote for it. maybe okay we'll have to see yeah we've just it's been again just echoing what mike has said thank you guys for like listening to the show thanks for engaging with us sharing your thoughts of us letting us kind of do this and helping us like build the community around this that we have it's it's just such a privilege and such a fun thing for us to be able to do every couple yeah. weeks that's oh, great it's so much fun uh we actually put it out there to you guys what were your favorite monsters, movies, and moments from the Showa era? And we got some real cool uh, feedback from you guys who voted. Uh, the top three movies that from everyone's votes for the best Showa era movie: mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Hidora was number three. Good classic. Terror of Godzilla was number two. Nice. I like. Well, I like where this is headed. And then Godzilla is number one. That's a good three movies. Those are great top three uh the top three monsters hedora mm-hmm. mothra and then godzilla so pretty cool that Hedora's up there the yeah. love for hedora is universal it seems that's great and i've see. just got a bone to pick because only one person voted for manila who wasn't for the best monster i don't know i don't know who the, who voted but thank you thank <laughs> you for giving manila some love he deserves it uh the best director from the show era series and there's only been a couple um Yoshimitsu Bano did Godzilla versus Hedora. Moriyoshi Oda did Godzilla Raids again. Uh, another director did the three treasures, And then all the rest were either done by Ishiro Honda or Jun Fukuda. And people love Ishiro Honda. Ishiro Honda won Best Director. Mm. Uh, rightfully so. He's he's the man who made Godzilla what it is. Um, he's had the the vision this whole time of yeah. what Godzilla is and should be. Yeah. And that's so cool. Uh, favorite cast member? Ooh. So I put a list of like returning cast or memorable cast from the whole Showa era series. And Emi and Yumi Ito, better known as the Are Peanuts, the peanuts? Yes. won for the best yes. cast characters from the whole franchise. I am proud of all of you guys who voted <laughs> for them. And then a runner up, very close runner up, was actually Tomoko Ai, who was Katsura in Terror of Mechagodzilla. Katsura and Katsura. She wasn't in anything else. She was just in that one, but people just love her. People just love her performance in wow. a single movie. So I like those. Those are some good good answers. Pretty cool. Uh, we put it out there. What was your favorite Godzilla suit? And the Godzilla suit that won was the Megaro Goji suit. And this was the suit used in Godzilla vs. Megalon, Zone Fighter, and then the two Mecha Godzilla movies. Nice. So this is it's very interesting that you guys like love that because that's one that I really loved as well. It's kind of a mix of the really, like, kid-friendly, like, action figure elements. Yeah. But then also a little bit of seriousness added in towards the end. It makes him quite expressive, I feel. Yeah. Without going overboard. Yeah, totally. It definitely is the suit I think of when I think showy era Godzilla. Yeah. No, I'm with you there, surprisingly. Hmm. I think it's because it has been in the most movies. Yeah. Before. And again, I mean, there's the, like, first-generation Godzilla from the original movie That's probably is the other one that comes to mind. Yeah. Because uh, that one is amazing as well. And then lastly, we asked you guys, what were your favorite aliens from the Godzilla franchise through the Showa era? And the Exilians one. The Zillions. Exilians, The Zillions. Uh, were they only in one movie? Uh, Astro? Invasion of Astro Monster? That they were only in Invasion of Astro Monster, yeah. Wow.
1: So Asia, that's pretty tell cool. Tell me
0: what they wore. What was their outfit? They had the gray outfits with the black, like kind of geordie LaForge shades over them and they were in the white and blue ufos nice I don't i'm know surprised you it's... remember that and then runner-up was the space amoeba from space amoeba space amoeba wait and it's kind of like a blue translucent like blob creature now this isn't dagora no the <laughs> i want to say the amoeba from space no <laughs> the, the squid creature I feel like we didn't really see Space Mutant that much. Well, we saw but some pieces of him, and he was possessing monsters throughout the movie. Yeah, oh, so that was pretty interesting. What was your? I mean, we didn't ask this. What was your favorite alien from the show era, micah My favorite, uh, Mysterians. You love the Mysterians. Mysterians are good. Thinking back on them, they were real imposing, and they had a great plan to take over Earth. Mm. uh Shout out to the Garogans from Zone Fighter, though. Yeah, the Garogas are probably my favorite. Yeah. I just love the Garogas and they're only in Zone Fighter <laughs> but they're like really strange bug-eyed aliens that just are so adamant at taking over the world and sending a different monster every week to try to take out Zone Fighter. You have like the gold Garoga with his conductor baton. You have the red Garoga. Garoga. Red Garoga. Jumping out to every battle just doing the dirty work for the Garogas. What was the scientist? Was the scientist like the red and white candy cane Garoga yeah, or the, something? Yeah, there was like a white Garoga that came in. Man, the Garogas. they could, guys—they could detach their antenna and use them as flails. They could—is anything cooler than that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's what you guys thought. Thanks for sending in your thoughts, guys. Cheers, guys. So cool to hear what what you all thought. Uh, I do have just a few little bits of Showa era trivia to take Go us it, out dude. of the Showa era. So, Haruo Nakajima was the main actor to portray Godzilla. And he portrayed Godzilla from 1954 up until his retirement in 1972. So, we've seen this guy throughout the show era just acting as Godzilla, and I just love what he did. It was really cool that even though the Godzilla suits are changing, and even though decades are passing, we've kind of had the same guy in the suit. He's the constant. He's the constant. I wonder if any of the other actors will be able to embody Godzilla as much as this guy did. Yeah, well, we've even in the last couple of Godzilla movies had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least seven, seven. different actors throughout the series and throughout Zone Fighter. So, um, yeah, we're definitely we're going to get a few more Godzilla actors before oh, okay. we're done with the whole okay. franchise. Do, uh, do you know if the Haysa era has like a main Godzilla? I actor? think it does. Yeah, I think one guy acts in all... All the Heisei films, so that's going to be cool. Um, The Showa series is currently the longest of the defined eras of Godzilla films. So the series, even though we covered many more films and adjacent films, it has 15 films where Godzilla appears in. Hmm. And that was over 21 years. They had 15 movies come out with Godzilla. So that's more than the Heisei era, more than the Millennium era, more than the Reiwa era that we'll get to. What's the current era of Japanese Godzilla movies? Reiwa, Rewa, yeah. Uh, interesting fact here, and I don't think we went over it in Terror of Mechagodzilla, but when that movie ended and the showy era of Godzilla concluded mm. in 1975, there are actually several unmade films that were going to be released throughout the remainder of the 1970s that were scripted and had ideas. They had ideas come up for these movies, but they never got made. So it's actually commonly thought that the hiatus the end of the era was actually unintended because just so many films were going to be made but they were cancelled mm. so tear of mechagodzilla was like never really supposed to be the last but it just ended up being the last i'm kind of thankful they didn't make a another sequel and have mg3 <laughs> with the exact same Godzilla outfit <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, lastly This era, the Showa era, features the majority of appearances for several monsters. So, for example, Rodan, who appears in four films, and then actually like around 10 films, if you include all his stock footage editions that he's in for, uh, he only makes one appearance in the Heisei era and one appearance in the Millennium era. So, the Showa era is where we see the majority of Rodan. It's where we see the majority of Mothra. It's where we see the majority of Anguirus. It's where we see the majority of Manila. So all these monsters we're not gonna be seeing much of at all going forward which is mm. kind of going to be sad and it, it makes sense that for the show era this is where their personalities were kind of crafted yeah this mm. is the basis to to compare to and build upon i just wish we i just wish we like we we knew it when we, we knew what we had when we had it we like i wish we we dwelt upon these monsters yeah. more and spent more time with them and save it every moment we got because before we knew it it's gone man We'll see Manila again. We'll see Manila again. And I cannot wait. And then what's next, guys, is the Heisei era. So cool. we're out of the Show era. We're into the Heisei era. Now, Show era has 15 Godzilla movies. Yes. How many does the Heisei era have? I believe it has six. Oh, so it's real short. Not much at all, but it has... It has six Godzilla films and then it has additional Mothra movies and other adjacent movies that we'll cover because yeah, yeah. we're Podzilla. We can't miss the adjacent movies. But the Heisei era was the political period of Japan, which started in 1989 and it ended in 2019. 2000- oh, Wait a second. Yeah. Now, when do the Godzilla Heisei movies end? So the Godzilla Heisei series ends in 1995 and the Millennium series, it comes after the Heisei and the Reiwa series, which is still ongoing. Even though movies were released in the Heisei era politically, they're not counted in the series because they're kind of reboots and they they come after different hi- hiatuses of the franchise. Okay. of okay. them follow the same continuity. So the Showa and Heisei era are named because of the political periods in japan but then millennium millennium and reiwa aren't they Mm. kind of ditch that i mean it makes sense millennium kind of going into the new going into the new millennium totally um interestingly enough though the return of godzilla which is the godzilla movie that we'll be covering in i want to say like three weeks from now yeah this is a new branch of a timeline yeah kind of a reset for the godzilla franchise Yeah, the only movie that is connected to the new Heisei era is the 1954 Godzilla film. That's cool. So you could take that first 54 movie and on one side you have the show of movies. Fantastic. On this Another branch, you have the Heisei era. The Heisei era. Are there any more branches to come from? I think so. I think so. It's going to be good. we're We're doing a little bit of a reset and this is actually the perfect place... If you guys haven't been watching along the movies with us on the show, this is the perfect place to start watching along because this is just six movies that are disconnected to pretty much everything else that we've watched so far. So the perfect place to jump in. Yeah, watch the original Godzilla. Everybody should do that. But then six movies isn't a lot. You can watch those along with us and say you've seen the entirety of the the Heisei era. Yeah, now what I was saying about Return of Godzilla, which is the next Godzilla movie we're going to be covering, It was released in Japan's Showa era rather than the Heisei. Mm. So, the Heisei era actually started in 1989, but The Return of Godzilla came out in 1984. So, it's technically a Showa era movie, but it is included in the Heisei series of Godzilla because it kind of rebooted the franchise and paved the way and is connected to the rest of the Heisei films. Okay, that makes sense. So, it's a Showa film. But it's in the godzilla heisei series i mean there's so much time between the other show movies in this one <laughs> yeah. yeah um and the last thing about the heisei series it's also called the versus series because apart from return of godzilla all the other titles in this heisei series have godzilla versus something else i'm so, looking forward to it. some new original kaiju yeah man yeah i'm really excited i'm also excited to like Refresh our ratings and like we'll probably have to do that. Hey, <laughs> eh? go more, go in more intentional about like what we think of these movies, how they stack up against each other. I can't wait. We've also got some awesome guests lined up for the Heisei series. Yeah, uh, some awesome friends that are going to be jumping on the show. So I can't wait to get into that. Um, yeah, but that is pretty much everything that we thought we'd cover off, guys. What an episode! This is great. I've enjoyed this one so much. Yeah. Ah, uh, We did just have one letter come in from friend of the show, David. Let's have a read. Yeah, we love David. Super cool person on the Discord. Uh, go join if you haven't. David writes like a series of uh, Godzilla stories that he's written himself, all within the same continuity of the of each other. So That's great join idea. the Discord. Check out David's stories. They're actually really, really cool. I've read a few of them. They they're kind of like another branching timeline. <laughs> oh, true. The 54 movie is canon. I think, in the, in the series, and in, it's another branch off of it, uh, with some real cool matchup, matchups of monsters. Do we need to cover David's books on the show? Like, after we've done the Heisei era, Millennium era, <laughs> Reiwa era. Let's cover the arcs. <laughs> um, but David says, how can you possibly sum up the Showa era? It's the era that started it all, the longest of the kaiju era, and in many ways, to critique it is to critique kaiju movies as a whole. It set the trends that would become both staples and cliches, had both some of the darkest and most serious movies, and the brightest and silliest. There's something in the Showa era for everyone, as should be expected of an era that contains what, for kaiju movies, was essentially the golden age. For me, these will always be the movies I was introduced to as a kid. I'll never forget Raymond Burr looking up in horror as Godzilla-leveled Tokyo for the first time. The shock of realizing that a monster named Mothra was in fact a giant moth and the sheer terror that seven-year-old me felt as lightning rained down on Planet X, only to see King Ghidorah for the first time. Gee? Geese. 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 I got it. These movies take me back to the days of VHS tapes and sci-fi channel marathons, and for that, they will always be special. The show Era did such a good job at setting up. Such a cool ground level. For the gods of the franchise yeah and i'm with you i mean i david i watched so many of the show era films i think that's what we were introduced to growing up son of godzilla Ebro horror of the deep ones that ones that we love mm-hmm. were movies that we watched um way back in the day destroyer monsters the memories we have of that with our dad turning it off because it was <laughs> too bloody for us yeah, yeah, yeah uh yeah we watched so many so many of those movies when we were kids and interestingly enough the other era movies we grew up with was probably the millennium series yeah. not a whole lot of the heisei stuff we because what what movies are the I like Biolante and that's the heisei era Biolante is in hey yeah what was in millennium that we saw millennium was the one of the Godzilla movies that i remember us watching oh yeah i mean Gearus. i remember us watching the giant bug okay um I, we did watch Biolante growing up godzilla versus Biolante coming up in the heisei era i remember it being an awesome movie that was great Um, But I don't think we've watched many of the others. Yeah, Millennium would have been the other big one. Yeah. So I am looking forward to the Heisei era. It's going to be really fun. Hopefully you guys jump on board and watch these and experience it along with us. We have absolutely loved hearing your guys' thoughts. So continue to do so. If some of you haven't been emailing us, podzillapod at gmail.com, haven't jumped into the Discord and haven't been sending us your thoughts, do it. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's such a great time to be able to start doing it, and we'd love as many of you along for the ride right with us as, as we can. Yeah, even if you, you're not super active or listen to the podcast as much, it's just the pleasure of being able to talk with Godzilla fans about yeah. all of this is it's better than anything in the world. Yeah, so jump into the Discord. Link's in the show notes. It's going to be the place to be, especially leading up through the Heisei era. Uh, send us a voice message or an email. Links in the show notes for that as well. Join our Patreon. We talked about that. $5 a month. You can get access to a whole backlog of extra episodes. And also, while you're at it, if you do really enjoy the show, it'll be so awesome if you wanted to just rate or review us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. Um, I mean, even if you don't enjoy the show, just leave an honest <laughs> rating. We'd really appreciate your thoughts. Uh, if you hate us for how we pronounce names, chuck it there. If we you we, forgive we, us. We promise we won't say the mmm word. <laughs> the, the, the what word? <laughs> that sounded wrong. We promise we'll try not to say the the G word anymore. The G. No, we can say the G. We can't say the J. The G. The ga? Gadora? G? Gadorah? G. Gidora. J. i have like a G-dora Mandela G-dora. effect right now. How oh. do we used to say it? We'll circle back to it. We'll circle yeah. back to it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, we'd love any feedback that we can get from you guys. And next week on the show, we are covering Godzilla, the original animated series. It is an American Hanna-Barbera kids' television show. Uh, it's not a Heisei. No. <laughs> At all. It's not show. It's not Heisei. It's an American production. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Episodes are available for free on YouTube. Just search yeah. up Godzilla animated series. You'll find them. Toho's uploaded all of them into... a a nice convenient playlist yeah and they're quite short and then two weeks after that the return of godzilla oh baby this is what we've been waiting for it has been so yeah we're looking forward to that hope you guys are too i've been rambling on it's getting late this has been so much fun Jasia, one final question yeah what's your favorite song <laughs> from the show era <laughs> oh bro is this the song that's going to take us out maybe maybe uh, I am quite partial to the Mothra song, as you'll know. Yeah. But I think that my favorite song would actually have to be the Son of Godzilla theme. Isn't that our usual theme to yeah. take us out? Yeah. <laughs> it fits. And it ironically, fits. the Son of Godzilla theme, can you beat it? I think it fits our vibe for the show. <laughs> it is maybe Is it the best piece of music of all time? It might be. Unrelated to Godzilla. Yeah. Bark. But Bach, I'm trying to think about Beethoven. Bach, 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 Chöpen, Lydia Tarr. Ly- <laughs> Miles Teller and <in> Whiplash. <laughs> and then, above all of them, Masaru Sato. Masaru Sato. What a legion. What a legion. I don't think anybody will ever be able to beat it. That's been Podzilla with your hosts, Jaysha. And Micah Drake. Follow along on our socials at PodzillaPod and jump into our Discord via the link in the show notes. Huge thank you to Cassie Celine who did our podcast start and D'Agora 9898 who did our episode thumbnail. Let's go. And just to disclaimer that any musical sound effects used in this episode belong entirely to the Toho Company. See you guys next episode.